The championship returns after an international hiatus. Two teams say goodbye to their managers. And big games are in store for this weekend that could reshape the table. This is Argy Pargy Pargy Hello, Argy. Hello, Bargy. How was your week away? It was filled with pizza and yours. It was filled with depression and sadness because I didn't have my beloved Sky Bet Championship. We're back. We are back. The sunny days are out even though it's getting colder. What an exciting break. Even without games, this league is amazing. First things first. Barnsley and Reading sack their manager. Good night. Goodbye. Go away. So Barnsley's caretaker, Adam Murray, has been placed in charge since they fired Daniel Strendel. Sacked him after a run of 10 games. No wins. No wins. That's a very good reason to sack a manager. Adam Murray placed as interim caretaker in charge of the team, and he did a lot of praise for his players for being robust and responding well to it. But... Have to point out, Daniel Strendel gets fired from Barnsley, then, then goes out to a pub and is hailed a legend because he f- takes a bunch of shots with Barnsley fans who capture it all and post it on Twitter. That is the game we love. Now for Reading, a team that just has not had it going this season. Just a couple seasons back, they were fighting to try to move up to the premiership. Reading decided to say no more to Portuguese. Give us some Welsh as they let go of Jose Gomez. He had less than one year in charge and had an absolute run of form that was dreadful throughout that entire year. They now have caretaker manager Mark Bonez in charge. And you know what? Here's the interesting thing. I know you know, know this, RG. He has a little bit of a history as a caretaker manager. Back in 2012, he was caretaker manager of a little club called QPR, Queen's Park Rangers. He had one match in charge. How'd that match go? Badly. Not so well. That was a 3-1 defeat to a team I've never heard of called Manchester United. But will he have better run of form with Reading? Uh, their current situation, I think he's in for another rough Ride. And we could, I have to note, you, we, we talked about how to pronounce his name. We're pronouncing it in American. He's Welsh. It could be Bounds. Bounds. <laughs> and we Sorry. love it either way. We love the Welsh. We don't mean to massacre your language. Talking about the Welsh. Swansea City's American owners, something that we know, American owners, Jason Levian and Steve Kaplan are prepared to sell the club. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Get They're my wallet. causing Chaos by coming out and giving a price tag for the Swansea team. 38 million pounds. What a deal. But, but, but. But, wait, there's more. If they go up in the next four years, you have to pay them 15 million more. Of course you do. This has caused controversy, outrage. Fans are lighting up social media, freaking out. Then, of course, they went back online And they did an interview with a Swansea news outlet saying, no, 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 no. We're not really selling. But the price is 38 million. Hey, if I had a little extra in the bank, they'd have another American owner. Positive news. Millwall, nobody's favorite team, is staying at the den. 
after many years of controversy where the council was trying to sell the land around and adjacent to the den and possibly even parts of the land that Millwall has developed to an outside investor, just almost overnight, this story flips on its head. There's been so much litigation over this. There's been so much anger over this. And now the council is saying, we're working with Millwall because the public has been pushing back. Think what you want about Millwall. And trust me, there's plenty of reason to think poorly about Millwall. Love you guys. But they've been at the den since 1910. That's 109 years by my math. And it is fantastic that Millwall will get to spend some more time there and maybe even get the opportunity to develop the land around the den. Well done, Lewisham Town Council. Also in good news of history, hundreds of fans have gathered in Leeds City Center to mark Leeds United Centenary. Yay! Yay! 100 years of Leeds! Fans have flocked to the city center to celebrate 100 years. The Leeds United Stadium currently has room for just under 38,000 fans and the club's announcing that if they make it to the Premier League, da, da, da. they're going to build the stadium to hold 50,000. That would make it one of the largest stadia in all of England. Leeds haven't played in the top flight since 2004, and they currently sit at fifth. It will be a hard struggle for them, but talking about the table, let's talk about the table. Yeah. It's a fascinating looking table. We are 11 games in yes. to this season. And to, who's at the top? Who's at the top? West Brom. The Baggies? They sit at the top of the table with 22 points. I don't even know what to say about that. That is shocking. But there's even more shocking right below them. Nottingham Forest in second place, tied on points, 22. And who's in third? Preston, North End. I gotta admit, did not see that one coming. I mean, there are blind spots and there are black holes. Preston, North End was sitting in a black hole for me, 21 points. They've just been amazing this season. Gotta point out, Nathan Spafford, a writer for Football 365 website, called Preston one of the best things I've heard all week. He called, he called out Preston's posse of nobodies and how amazing they have been. My hat goes off to you, Mr. Spafford. How eloquently you've summed up the craziness of Preston sitting in that spot in the table with a bunch of nobodies. Did not see that coming. Swansea in fourth, Leeds in fifth, Bristol in sixth, right outside promotion, Fulham, Sheffield Wednesday, and Queens Park Rangers all on 19 points. So a quick look at the board. West Brom and Nottingham Forest, first and second, 22 points, seventh, eighth, ninth, Fulham, Sheffield, Queens Park Rangers, 19 points, a three-point difference between first and ninth. At the other end of the spectrum, seven different teams fighting to stay out of relegation after the 12th round of matches. This is what the championship is all about. Deb Bottom, Stoke, no shock there, five points. Barnsley, uh, six points. Reading, eight points. 
Huddersfield Town right outside of dropping down, also on eight points in 21st spot. It is going to be a dogfight at the bottom there. The other three teams, you know, Bargy mentioned seven. Middlesbrough in 20th spot at 10 points. Wigan and Luton at 18th and 19th at 11 points each. So a little bit more space between 24th and 18th as compared to one and seven in that there are six points instead of the three points at the top of the table. But games are starting to move fast and furious. We have weekend games coming up. Then we have midweek games. Season's dragging on. Happily, we're excited to watch it. But as players take international breaks, you get FA Cup matches in there. People can get injured. Two games, not a comfortable little pocket when you're talking about relegation zone. This has been a comfortable schedule to date. It's about to get very uncomfortable as there are many games coming fast and furious. Do we want to talk about this weekend's games? Yes. First game, Friday on the Plus. ESPN Plus, your place for the championship in America. Very cheap. You can watch it online. Friday, we have Cardiff versus Sheffield Wednesday. I predict Cardiff winning the game 2-1. See, this is what I see. The last time I saw Cardiff winger Junior Hullet was, oh, yeah, that's right, devastating the United States on Tuesday night when the U.S. failed miserably in Canada, but that's another story. He's just going to be running like crazy all over Sheffield Wednesday. Cardiff are strong at home, and Sheffield is still dealing with some injury issues, although a number of their players are back. Their captain is not. Cardiff has gained 13 of 16 points at home. Cardiff 2, Sheffield Wednesday, Ooh, we think alike. We do. Then Saturday, a flurry of games. First one on the plus, Blackburn Rovers versus Huddersfield. Blackburn, winless in their last three. Huddersfield has won two in a row. Blackburn is having some injury issues that will result in their defense looking completely different. You know, if I had faith in Huddersfield, I would say Huddersfield in a walk. I don't have faith in Huddersfield. I'm going a 1-1 draw. Ooh, I also don't have faith in Huddersfield. I went Blackburn 1-0. Also on the plus on Saturday, Barnsley versus Swansea. So this is interesting because Barnsley, as we just talked about, have let go of their manager. They have a caretaker. And Swansea, they're doing pretty okay. I think Barnsley... Even with the home pitch advantage, I don't think it's going to be enough for them. I have Swansea for the win. 2-0. Swansea has yet to fall at Barnsley. Plus, Barnsley, as we've been talking about, has not looked good with only one win on opening day. Plus, they have that young team, caretaker manager. I don't think who has had time to really shape the team. Swansea is not the team that Barnsley is going to rebound against. 0-3 for Swansea. Two games we're going to talk about that are not on the plus. But, but are on Saturday. Are on Saturday and still important. First, Brentford versus Millwall. Why are we talking about this? Millwall 15th, Brentford 17th. Millwall coming off the big moral victory of keeping the den. Way to go, Lions. Can Millwall build on their shock win over Leeds right before the international break? And will caretaker manager Adam Barrett keep his team focused against a B-side missing midfielder, Sergi Canois? This is going to be a fantastic game. I'm going 
Two one to the bees. I am similar. I went two nil to the bees. Oh! I think the bees are gonna win. Reading versus Preston. So we talked about Preston. I love the phrase. Gotta say it again. Nathan Spafford, Football 365. Preston's posse of nobodies. Preston's posse of nobodies! So amazing. In that article, he points out that uh, Preston, why are they so good? Consistency. I think they're going to be consistently good over Reading. I have Preston winning 2-0. We've been talking about how these two teams are at the opposite end. Redding's just fighting to stay up. They don't want to drop down. Preston, they might shock us all and earn the automatic promotion to the premiership. With the way things are looking, I just don't see how Redding pulls this off. I think Redding's going to look better than what we've seen them recently. One, two to Preston. Sunday. On the plus. On the plus. We got Wigan versus Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest sitting in second place Wigan down in 19th spot at home though Wigan is at home they always win at home right there's no way there's no way for Forrest I think Wigan's gonna lose no way yes way I have Nottingham Forest one nil this is how I see it happening I think Forrest is gonna push but Wigan's Congolese goalkeeper is gonna just Stop any chance that Wigan has of scoring nil to Nottingham Forest. That's the way I see the weekend going. What do you think, Archie? Is this going to be a great weekend? Of course. The championship is back. The championship is back. Thank you so much for listening to Argy Bargy Pod. If you like it, be sure to check us out on Facebook and be sure to rate us wherever you get your pod. iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere else. You can send us an email at rgbargypod at gmail.com. We really look forward to watching the matches and talking with you. Thank you so much. Good night, RJ. Good night, Bargy. Good night, Bargy.